Well, hello there. Welcome to another episode of Ninja on the Loose. I'm George, and this time around I'm going to discuss something that seems to be in the news a lot, and that is fake news. I have some experience with this as a freelance writer. In fact, I probably have more experience with this than I'm really, really willing to admit. But I could tell you, one of my first uh, freelance jobs uh, a few years ago was for a parody website. This is before things started to be labeled as fake news. So this was actually a parody website, and they wanted me to write some parody stories. And I did. So, you know, I kind of enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. And uh, the, the the problem was, and there were several problems, uh, the problem was that the website owner was looking for more clicks per story. This was what I was I was told. And in order to get more clicks, the stories that I wrote had to be a little more outrageous. Well, the stories I did write uh, for this person uh, were, mm, I figured, quite outlandish to begin with, to the point where I would think, who is going to believe that this is true? Right? I kind of wanted my stories to be a little bit out there uh, with a shred of truth, but I wanted them to be so crazy unbelievable that there would be no mistaking that they were part of a parody website. Uh, of course, now since then, uh, fake news is the term that gets used quite a bit, and I guess I could say that some of the articles I wrote uh, back for this one particular person would fall under the category of fake news. Now, you know, I don't feel bad about it because, I'll be honest with you, I was, I'm going to say, three or four jobs into it. And like I said, the website owner said, no, we got to go a little crazier. you got to write some really, really wacky stuff. You know, but it's got to be this way. It's got to be that way. We need this. We need that. We need more clicks. We need more clicks. And so I basically quit writing. I don't even think I even said to the guy I quit. I just, I just quit responding to him and left it at that and uh, I don't feel bad about it at all to be honest with you now when I say I've had probably more experience at this than I'm willing to admit a lot of the content I write is um, I'm going to say factual to a point but I'm not writing news okay I'm writing content of other types for websites owners for example i'm i'm writing um, product reviews and i'm writing about products uh, most of the products i write about i've never seen or actually touched but i can still write about them because i can research them okay so that's i don't think that's incorrect i don't think i'm doing anything that would be considered fake because i'm still researching the products and i'm writing about them based on the stuff i've been able to research i don't necessarily think that i need to be able to hold and touch and use a product to actually write about it and have some you know legible stuff to understand now when it comes to product reviews uh, I could do some research on that, but I'm not 100% confident in product reviews that I write simply because I'm reviewing things I have never used. Okay, so to me, I think that's a little incorrect, but I know I'm not the only guy doing it. 
It doesn't mean that I think I shouldn't be doing it because, like I said, the majority of what I do is based on research that I do. And so then I just write from the research I've gathered. Even the product reviews, I will research other reviews and kind of write based on what I've learned from other reviews, although I've never actually touched the items I'm reviewing. So again, like I said, I don't think that's entirely wrong, but when it comes to blatant fake news, and there is a difference between fake news and product reviews, okay? So, you know, I'm not writing about world events and making them up, right? So, to me, you know, there is a real, there's a bit of gray area, but for me, myself personally, I'm not going to write fake news. I'm not going to write parody news. I I just don't want to write anything that's news-related that's fake, okay? Now, I will say of the only time that this was kind of a common occurrence in my life, in my past, was uh, the years that I worked in radio and the years I worked in the newspaper business because there was one day a year where we would get away with writing what would now be known as fake news. And that was April Fool's Day. And that was always a fun time. And I think everybody pretty much knew that the stories that didn't make sense and were a little bit off the mark gee, suddenly happened all on the same date, April 1st. Now, you know, I've worked for some radio stations in the past where we pulled off some really good, really good April Fool's pranks. Uh, I also pulled off, I think, a couple of reasonably good ones uh, when I uh, owned a local newspaper. But like I said, that's the only time we would, you know, throw our professionalism out the window and uh, do something that was fun and not very accurate. And again, that's long before the term fake news was ever used. But uh, because of the circumstances being on April Fool's Day, it wasn't that big a deal. But fake news nowadays is a big deal. And, you know, I look at a lot of stuff online. I know a lot of people get suckered in by what they read. You know, I remember for the longest time hearing the old uh, line that's, well, if it's in print, it's got to be true. So if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. And it's like, oh, not really. Do your homework. It's not always true. So that is why I've got this particular podcast episode lined up. It is tips on identifying fake news. So we'll go through a few of them here. Uh, Number five, and this should be your first red flag, bad grammar. I mean, I get it. You know, could be somewhere in a different country, different land that this article is being written. But, you know, uh, typically these things are written with at least some understandable grammar. And there should be little, if any, uh, spelling errors. So if you come across a news item that has extremely poor grammar and has blatant spelling errors in it, there's a really, really, really good chance it's fake news. Number four on my list. Look at the website that you're looking at and you're getting this news from. Does the website look professional? Or does the website look like it was something that maybe a guy threw together? I mean, there are a lot of do-it-yourself website programs out there. Don't get me wrong, I use one myself. And you can put together reasonably good websites. But... If the website you're getting your news from does not look like it's really one of those professionally built websites, that could be a clue 
then maybe the information on there is fake news. Number three on my list, the stories. What kind of stories are they? Are they stories that sound so unbelievable that it couldn't possibly be true? Or they just sound really out there. Now, I know there are stories that do fall under that category that are legit. But really, you know, you have to pay attention. I remember, you may remember too, I remember there were some Prince magazines that came out uh, in the 70s and 80s that wrote a lot of really outlandish stories. Things like, you know, I had Bigfoot's daughter or, you know... um, you know, pick a thing that just really sounded out there. And they were considered entertainment magazines, and some of them actually said that, that they were just for entertainment purposes. So the stories you're reading, are they that kind of story? Because if they are, chances are it's fake news. My number two tip on how to identify fake news. Check the sources. If there's a story that has any real legitimate information in it, uh, there should be sources uh, cited somewhere in the end of the story, somewhere on the website, or even in links that go from the story, and check those out. And if the links happen to take you, for example, to uh, pages where you're expected to spend money to buy things, or whatever the case may be, there's a really good chance that it's fake news. And my number one tip on how to identify fake news, do some background checking. Now, there's going to be times where the story you've read, you don't see anywhere else for a little bit of time, because it could be a breaking story, and I understand that. But are other sources carrying the story or a similar story to the one that you're reading? Aside from the fact that it might be breaking news and it's just brand new and it just so happens that the website you've got it on is the first website in the world to get that story, pay attention and check out and see if that story that you're reading or something very close to it, or a follow-up story, or a little bit of background story, or a story that has maybe more information in it, is somewhere else, then you know you've got a true story. I have uh, a number of different news feeds that I check. I'm, I'm actually, I have to admit that I haven't been watching or following news for quite some time. So now that I have a cell phone, uh, my wife and I have a cell phone, I've uh, started to actually purposely pay a little more attention to the news and, uh, you know, follow some feeds. Um, I'm kind of picky about the feeds I follow, but I'll tell you that out of the feeds that I follow, and I'll use last night as an example when I was scrolling through the stories to see what what there was to read, I came across, uh, I think there was a button, I guess, that says uh, my favorites, uh, headlines, and stories picked for me based on my interests. I think those are the the three main categories. Anyway, I, I hit the headline button, and I got to see, I'm going to say uh, out of the first 12 stories that I actually looked at, I'd say half of them had uh, additional uh, 
versions of the same story from different sources. So, for example, um, if I was reading a story about... Uh, uh, let's just say, uh, well, okay, uh, there was talk about uh, something to do with uh, the Mars Explorer. Okay, they were talking about uh, about this uh, Mars vehicle that's on the planets and that it's gone to sleep because of this massive dust storm that's taking place on the planet Mars. Well, I got to see that story, or different versions of that story, or updated versions of that story, from probably three or four different sources. So that told me that this has got to be a legitimate story. Now, granted, one of the sources was the Space Administration, uh, NASA. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to obviously assume that NASA is a, a very legitimate source. But barring that, if that wasn't there and I saw these other versions of the basic same story, I'd be saying to myself, okay, so there is a story here that's legitimate. So to me, that's what I mean by checking the background. Are you seeing other versions of the same story, updated, more recent, things like this? Uh, another good example, and this is probably the best example for right now, is the uh, rescue going on in Thailand of the uh, the boys in that soccer team, uh, the 12 uh, boys who were trapped in the cave uh, in, uh, from that soccer team in Thailand. And, I mean, I'm seeing all sorts of different versions of this story. But a, a lot of them are updates, right? So, I mean, you know, for a while there it was... Um, just four of the kids have been survived, or sorry, have been uh, not survived, but had been rescued. My mistake. Um, you know, the first few versions of the story were uh, the four kids had been rescued. Now it's eight kids have been rescued. And I imagine by the time I've done recording this, there'll be more. But the thing is that at least the story continues. There's information that is the same in each th story, although some of it might be more recent news. Uh, the story is a real story. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I have some personal feelings about that specific story uh, that uh, may end up being another podcast somewhere down the road. But what I'm getting at is that there's enough commonality uh, in the different sources that I see that I know that this is definitely a, a true story, something that is actually going on. And that's what I'm getting at about how you can tell the difference between fake news and, and real news. Because if this was a fake news story, um, there might not be as many uh, different versions of it. There might not be as many uh, other sources, uh, other reputable sources that would have jumped onto the story and started doing their investigative stuff and, and writing their versions of the story. Fake news is really just that. It's fake. Uh, it sucks a lot of people in, but it's not real. And because it's not real, you shouldn't spend a lot of time concentrating on it. Um, I know it's right back to the guy I was writing four years ago who said he needs more clicks. He need, you know, needs more clicks. That's the whole point behind fake news is to get you to click. So if it doesn't look right, if it doesn't sound right, just scroll past it and find something a little more legitimate. So hopefully these tips on identifying fake news have been of some help to you. Um, you know, you could check me out online. I've got a lot of places you can find me. But I think I'd rather you just went straight to my website, and that is www.looseinc.ninja. So, until next time, I'm George. This has been Ninja on the Loose. Thanks a lot for listening, and have a great day.